Hello once again. This is James with uh, Torah Weekly. This is for the week 30, the 6th of Iyar, 5782. This is uh, Ketoshim, Holy Ones. And this is for May 7th, 2022. Our Torah reading for today will be Leviticus chapter 19, verse 1 going through chapter 20, verse 27. The Haftarah today will be Amos, chapter 9, verses 7 through 15. And the Brit Hadashah New Testament portion gospel, we're going to start with Matthew, chapter 12, 28 through 34. Then we're going to move to Matthew 26, verses 59 through 66. Then we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 20. Then we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. And lastly, we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. Welcome, and I'm glad you're here today. Our first part of the Torah reading today will be Leviticus, starting with chapter 19, verse 1 and going through chapter 20, verse 27. All of uh, chapter 19 and 20 is the Lord speaking unto Moses. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Ye shall fear every man his mother, and his father, and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Turn ye not unto idols, nor make to yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. And if ye offer a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord, ye shall offer it at your own will. It shall be eaten the same day ye offer it, and on the morrow and if aught remain until the third day, it shall be burnt in the fire. And if it be eaten at all on the third day, it is abominable. It shall not be accepted. Therefore every one that eateth it shall bear his iniquity, because he hath profaned the hallowed thing of the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from among his people." And when ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not wholly reap the corners of thy field, neither shalt thou gather the gleanings of thy harvest. And thou shalt not glean thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather every grape of thy vineyard. Thou shalt leave them for the poor and stranger. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shalt fear thy God, I am the Lord. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty, 
but in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among the people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor, I am the Lord. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor, and not suffer sin upon him. Thou shalt not avenge, nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Ye shall keep my statutes. Thou shalt not let thy cattle gender with a diverse kind. Thou shalt not sow thy field with mingled seed, neither shall a garment mingled of linen and woolen come upon thee. And whosoever lieth carnally with a woman that is a bondmaid, betrothed to an husband, and not at all redeemed, nor freedom given her, she shall be scourged. They shall not be put to death, because she was not free. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, even a ram for a trespass offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering before the Lord for his sin, which he hath done, and the sin which he hath done shall be forgiven him. And when ye shall come into the land, and shall have planted all manner of trees for food, then ye shall count the fruit thereof as uncircumcised. Three years shall it be as uncircumcised unto you. It shall not be eaten of. But in the fourth year all the fruit thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord withal. And in the fifth year shall ye eat of the fruit thereof, that it may yield unto you the increase thereof. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall ye use enchantment, nor observe times. Ye shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shalt thou mar the corners of thy beard. Ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Do not prostitute thy daughter, to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom, and the land become full of wickedness. Ye shall keep my Sabbaths, and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head, and honor the face of the old man, and fear thy God. I am the Lord. And if a stranger sojourn with thee in your land, ye shall not vex him. But the stranger that dwelleth with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and thou shalt love him as thyself. For ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in meat yard, in weight, or in measure. Just balances, just weights, a just epoch, and a just hen shall ye have. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. 
Therefore shall ye observe all my statutes and all my judgments, and do them. I am the Lord. Chapter 20 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Again thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. And I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from among his people, because he hath given of his seed unto Molech to defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do anyways hide their eyes from the man where he giveth of his seed unto Molech, and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man, and against his family, and will cut him off, and all that go a-whoring after him, to commit whoredom with Molech from among their people." And the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits, and after wizards to go a-whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul, and will cut him off from among his people. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. And ye shall keep my statutes, and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. For every one that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. And the man that liveth with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought confusion. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man also lie with mankind, as he lieth with womankind, both of them have committed an abomination, they shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man take a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. And if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. And if a woman approach unto any beast, and lie down thereto, Thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing. And they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his iniquity. And if a man shall lie with a woman, having her sickness, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. 
And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor of thy father's sister, for he uncovereth his near kin. They shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall lie with his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. Ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments, and do them, that the land whither I bring you to dwell therein spew you not out. And ye shall not walk in the manners of the nations, which I cast out before you, for they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which hath separated you from other people. Ye shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean. And ye shall not make your souls abominable by beast, or by fowl, or by any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground which I have separated from you as unclean. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I am the Lord, am holy, and have severed you from other people that ye should be mine. A man also, or woman, that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. Moving to the Haftarah, we move to Amos, chapter 9, verses 7 through 15. But first, a little bit about Amos. The tone of Amos's message is set by the great proclamation at the beginning of his prophecy, chapter 1, verse 2. From Zion, the Lord's voice, like the roar of a lion, will be heard in judgment. Beneath the respectable surface of material prosperity, Amos uncovers the decaying mass spiritual corruption. Chapter 5, verse 12 and verse 21. He points out the total disregard of human rights and personality, chapter 2, verse 6, and the deterioration of morality and social justice, chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. The prophet had a remedy for the disease that threatened the life of the nation. Let men seek the Lord. Let them repent and establish justice, and they might live. Chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. But to emphasize the hopelessness of the situation, Amos warned that those responsible for the evil in the land are not grieved over the threatened disaster. Chapter 6, verse 6. Consequently, nothing is left for Israel but destruction. Chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. The day of the Lord will not be a vindication of Israel, as some of the people of the day believed, but an assertion of the claims of God's moral character against those who had repudiated him. Only when this was recognized would there be established the splendor of the Davidic kingdom. 
but that day was inevitable. Chapter 9, verses 11 through 15. Amos's message is largely a cry for justice. A little bit about the author of Amos. A native of Tekoa, about 12 miles south of Jerusalem, Amos was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamore, which are fig trees. Chapter 1, verse 1, chapter 7, verse 14, and 15. While he was following the flock, the call of God to the prophetic ministry came to him. He prophesied in the northern kingdom for a brief period in the second half of the reign of Jeroboam II, which is 785 to 744 B.C., king of Israel, and during the reign of Uzziah, 780 to 740 B.C., king of Judah, chapter 1, verse 1. And now to Amos, chapter 9, starting with verse 7, going through 15. Are ye not as children of the Ethiopians unto me, O children of Israel, saith the Lord? Have not I brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from uh, Kaftor, and the Syrians from Ker? Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are upon the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from off the face of the earth, saying that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, saith the Lord. For lo, I will command, and I will sift the house of Israel among all nations, like as corn is sifted in a sieve. Yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say, The evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. In that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and of all the heathen which are called by my name, saith the Lord that doeth this. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes, him that soweth seed, and the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. And I will bring upon the captivity of my people of Israel, and they shall build the waste cities, and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards, and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make gardens, and eat the fruit of them. And I will plant them upon their land, and they shall no more be pulled up out of their land, which I have given them, saith the Lord thy God. We now move to the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament portion gospel starting with Matthew chapter 12, verses 28 through 34, and this is the red letters of Jesus, Yeshua. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me, is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost 
shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. For whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Either make the tree good, and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt, and its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. O generation of vipers, how can ye bring evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. Turning now to Matthew 26, verses 59 through 66. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. Yea, though many false witnesses come, yet found they none. At the last came two false witnesses, and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God, and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witnesses against thee? But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God, that thou tellest whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus saith unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, he hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Turning now to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-20. through 20. Know ye not that the righteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed." But ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God hath both raised up the Lord, and will also raise up us by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ, and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that ye which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. 
flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. This letter was written in Asia Minor to stimulate in them a joyful hope in the face of coming persecution. It was intended to be circulated among predominantly Gentile heritage and congregations located in provinces of the Roman Empire where the imperial yoke was apt to be most severe. Persecution was not known to the church. From the early persecution of Stephen and the dispersion that followed to the constant harassment of Paul wherever he went, the early believers knew the strain and tension of antagonism. Now the wrath of the demented Emperor Nero was about to explode in Rome at the expense of the church. Therefore, the Apostle Peter tried to prepare the church in Asia Minor for imminent disaster in these eastern provinces where oppression would undoubtedly spread from its source in Rome. In the spirit of a faithful shepherd of souls, Peter sent his pastoral letter to confirm his flock in the comforting hope of the Spirit's coming. Being rooted in the passions of Christ, they are to abstain from the passions of the flesh. If they find themselves in a hostile society, their suffering for righteousness' sake will actually be a blessing. Now about the author. This letter from Peter was probably sent from Rome in Asia Minor sometime between A.D. 62 and 69. There is a remarkable affinity of thought between this letter and the epistle of Paul to the Romans, A.D. 56 through 57, and the anonymous epistle to the Hebrews, probably A.D. 60. Probably both letters were available to Peter. It is now we turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. The last part of the British Shaw New Testament portion gospel is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. To whom coming, as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. 
Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. I thank you once again for joining me. This is James, and this is a Torah Weekly. You have a good week, and God bless, and I'll see you next week.